Live well, bank well at Affinity Plus Federal Credit Union. At Affinity Plus, the approach to banking is different because they focus on people, not profit. They serve members with care, excellence, and integrity, built on a solid foundation since 1930. The Affinity Plus not-for-profit cooperative structure allows members to receive maximum benefits while experiencing outstanding service. By and large, members of Affinity Plus love this credit union. And Affinity Plus loves the communities they serve. And they are a strong community partner working very hard every day to support the people, businesses, and relationships that exist in their communities. Visit Affinity Plus at the Brainerd Lakes branch in Baxter to learn more. Or just have a chat and some free coffee. Affinity Plus is federally insured by NCUA. Good afternoon and welcome to Community Focus. I'm Tess Taylor. My guest today is the CEO of the Brainerd Family YMCA, Shane Riffle. Shane, welcome back to Community Focus. Thanks for having me. It's uh, What a wonderful day, and it's good to be at the Y, um, seeing all of our friends, and I'm just, I'm happy. I bet you are. I can actually hear it in your voice. <laughs> Definitely, definitely. It's been a great couple of days. That's fantastic. Let's start there because we did see the article in today's uh, Brainer Dispatch, and it says that the Y has reopened with, of course, limited capacity. But let's talk about what's going on now that you guys have reopened, at least to some degree. Yeah, we obviously we received notice last Friday, so it was a bit of a scramble. You know, we have a pretty big facility with a lot of different areas. We've been doing some work internally. Um, in the shower areas, painting, putting in some new grout. So we've been trying to really spruce it up so that when our members came back that it looked really fresh and it was a nice treat for them. Um, So we scrambled all weekend to get that done, and then Monday and Tuesday and opened up yesterday morning at about 7 o'clock. And um, our team spent a lot of time on looking at the mandate and making sure that when we do open, um, that we do it safely. You know, our number one priority is health and wellness. And if you're not adhering to those safety guidelines and you get people sick, then, you know, Mm -hmm. how can you say you're a a health and and fitness center? So we are taking that very seriously. We want all of our members to be very aware that we are, we've implemented safeguards to make sure that we're doing everything we can to ensure their safety as they come back. So what that looks like for us is that we're going to recommend but not require folks to wear face masks when they come into the Y. And we do have some ones that people can borrow, um, and we launder them every day so they can wear it while they're here if they would like and then drop it off on their way out. When they come in and they're going to get a greet Lynn and Jenny and our front desk team, Mm -hmm. um, we do have the standard, I guess, the sneeze guards, folks are calling them, to kind of create a barrier in between. And we have all of the hand sanitizer up there and everything Um, So we're going to welcome them. We're going to check them in. So it's a no-touch entry. And we're going to do a bit of a health screening and just ask them a few questions, um, such as, do you have a temperature, fever, or any of those COVID symptoms, or have you been exposed to anyone who has been tested positive for COVID? So with an answer of no to all of those, then they'll be able to head on down the hall and uh, get into the, the locker rooms, change, and then take part in what we have to open right now. Right now, it's the cardio and strength areas that are open and then each week that goes by we have a phased approach so we'll be opening more as um, the mandate allows um, and that we feel is safe so right now it's the health and wellness next week we are going to open up um, the lap pool okay great um, for lap swimming Mm -hmm. and we're going to do some outdoor 
classes, some fitness classes, and then the week after that, we're going to open them up back live on site with a nearly intact, um, but just a slightly modified schedule. I would like to add that our group fitness, although it's been virtual, Mm -hmm. it's really taken off and is something that we're looking at doing ongoing. We've heard a lot of people say that they love connecting with people, but sometimes they're just, you know, getting out of the house becomes a challenge. So if they can do it virtually from their living room or from their wherever they work out at home, that they really enjoy that um, availability. Right now we have about 19 classes going on, everything from yoga sculpt to um, chair yoga, strength train together, balance and flex. So about 19 classes going on now. And then we've really worked hard at collaborating with uh, otherwise to find a good, I guess, technical audiovisual system mm-hmm. so that we can uh, use Facebook Live and Zoom to broadcast these things out to our members. And I've been seeing some of your, your team members going out and doing their classes in, in, in uh, cool places. So that's kind of neat to see, too. Yeah, we are going to get outside. I think some of the boot camp type classes will really lend themselves to being outdoors. And we're excited to to have that going on. You know, the just the group fitness classes are so much about what we do. Mm-hmm. And over these last three months and even the last couple of years, um, and we've talked about it a number of times as well, that we're, we're more than, than a gym. And I know that a lot of people in the community who haven't been a member for a long time, that that's the first thing that they notice when, when they hear or see the why is that, yep. you know, there's a swimming pool, there's basketball courts, and there's workout equipment. But our deeper goals are just that we help people build connections, that we help them live healthier. Yeah. We have so many different ways to do that from the new member onboarding, developing, you know, having our health coaches work with folks, partnering with Crowing Energized and, and the NDPP program. Um, we're working on a cancer survivorship program with the hospital as well. So wow. those are the things. And developing youth in our day camp, summer day camp at Y Camp Benassic or in our New Discoveries Child Care Center, um, those are the things that are really important to us. Yeah. And that I hope folks remember when they come in that you're not joining a gym, you're joining a family. A family and a community. A yeah, absolutely. Exactly. And you can feel that yeah. definitely, like you said, when you walk in the door. So Definitely. It was... It was hard not to hug everybody coming in yesterday. I know. You can tell that people are kind of, they're leaning. Mm-hmm. You know, we have our staff all have our masks on. And, you know, but you still, you do the COVID elbow bump, elbow yeah. bump or, or something like that. So It is odd, I got to say. <laughs> I know. Mm-hmm. I'm a hugger, too. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So let's talk a little bit more about the day camps and the daycare that's going on right now. I know you guys stepped to the plate uh, when this whole pandemic hit and, and you really I mean, helped out a lot of families, but now going forward into the summer, how does it look? Yeah, there's still um, a big need for childcare that we found. I think three years ago when I first moved here, our summer camps, we were serving maybe 70 on a good day, 80 kids uh-huh. a day here at the Y. And then last year, as we made gradual improvements, you know, people are starting to hear that we're doing really good things, that we are developing kids. It's an opportunity for us to develop social-emotional skills, to develop Mm -hmm. leadership, to help them be better people and have fun. Last year, we were running about 90 to 95 kids. And as we moved to um, and built our MOU with Camp Vinasic this summer, our goal initially was to have about 125 children. Uh, with the emergency care that we provided, it 
filled up, I mean, just amazingly fast. And our initial capacity was about 90 kids because we have to adhere to the certain child care standards. And r- roughly that means that they've got to be in pods of 10. Okay. We limit um, co-mingling. There's very strict cleaning protocols, um, particularly how they eat snacks and eat their meals. Um, there's spacing. So a lot of different protocols that we're doing with that. But more people have been coming to us on a day-to-day basis. So we ended up buying some um, temporary shelters so that, you know, on the 81 acres out at the camp, we're able to put up some other areas so that they have their own space in their pod. So now I believe we're getting close to 100 to 110 kids and it's still growing every day. My. Yeah, it's just, it's an amazing program. And what we're hearing from the parents and throughout this entire the closures when we're providing emergency care, mm-hmm. the thank yous and the gratitude now that we're getting from parents that is just stating that they couldn't have continued to work, yes. done their jobs in the community without us being open and doing what we did. Mm-hmm. And not only that we did it, but our staff were there to take care of the kids, their emotional needs. There was a lot of stress and fear and anxiety Yeah, um, that our staff worked with the kids every day. Mm. And these kids were having fun while they were here. So it was just this amazing combination, combination of building resiliency and, and developing character. And, you know, the, the kids and our staff were working together. They were positive adult role models that are just, they were truly changing lives. So, you know, it's not just a tagline. We got to see that every day when when I came through the doors at the Y, and the parents get that as well. So, Oh, absolutely. That, yeah, as we look to the future of the Y, this is what we do well. And I think the community really wants us to do more in the area of youth development, child care, youth sports, and then also those community-integrated health-type programs that we work on with Crow Wing Energize. Right, yeah. And that the, the treadmills and the weight machines – we're going to always do that, but it's going to be complementary to those mission types of programs that we do every day at the Y. Mm-hmm. So we're, we truly are so much more, Tess. And, you know, every time I'm out in the community, more and more people get that and yes. see that we're doing. And I'm so grateful for that. We we have such a wonderful community, right? And that was reflected in, in the Y ball that we did just oh. a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, we put a little fun on that, didn't we? <laughs> <laughs> that was a surprise. It came together really quickly. I, and you were involved in that, mm-hmm. as I recall. I think you had some of the great ideas on, you know, making it virtual and how we how we uh, made our way around throughout the day. It was sure fun to go out to JJY and visit you and Ken. It was fun. We got to broadcast live from outside. That haven't done that here lately, so that was good. Yeah, if I recall, so we were outside. You came outside, and then through the window, Ken was inside <laughs> broadcasting. Yeah. So it was quite the hodgepodge, but it it worked. Yeah, it did, and uh, we, we there were some pretty good results from that, weren't there, Shane? There were so many positive messages, and I I don't know how many people are familiar with Facebook Live when we became you know proficient pretty quickly. But <laughs> as you're looking at the screen and you're broadcasting, you can see people sending messages, and they were just so touching. But yeah, it was that combined with the generosity of our community mm-hmm. you know we had to cancel our event back in april and that's a major effort that we use to support funding for programs that help us do the great things um, that we're able to do and when we lost that that was just 
you know, really disappointing because it brings people together. We get to communicate our cause. Mm-hmm. And we also lost that funding. So when you guys had the great idea to, you know, make our way around the community and, and highlight our sponsors and what's going well in the community and highlight our mission, um, you know, we didn't know what the outcome would be, but my goodness, it exceeded our expectations. And we raised nearly, I think, 39000 total. So we weren't that far off of what we typically do at the live Y-Ball. Yeah, that's good. That's good. And that just shows people are supporting you. And I know even when you were closed down, a lot of folks who had memberships kept their memberships going to support you. And so we want to thank those folks as well. But for those who stepped to the plate for that virtual Y-Ball, that was, that was amazing because we didn't know going in what how it was going to turn out. I mean, we had no clue. We had absolutely no clue. And boy, the folks that stayed with us were phenomenal and they've been coming in the doors and it was almost they were so proud to to come back in and you know they give me the fist bump they're like we stayed with you and i you know our staff has just been so grateful i thought that we would lose you know by this point i I thought that we would lose about 90 percent of our members oh boy and it was really nowhere near that so the fact that people do see us as a cause that we have a mission and that we're here supporting our community every day it makes me feel so proud to be the ceo of this organization so proud to be a community member working with so many great people to support our kids and our families and our seniors and we're all doing it together that tagline of you know we're stronger together that just holds so true yeah this is exhibit a (laughs) exactly you know with you guys at the radio you and ken and Matt at the Chamber and Tyler and Mike over at Bladeck, our friends with Rotary, everyone, the, you know, CTC, I could go on and on and on. Brandon Lakes Area Community Foundation, our, our donors that support the campaign, our staff, you know, probably a lot of folks didn't realize that our staff, we have a campaign and so many of them give back to our cause yeah. as well. So. Yeah. It's well, a great place. It is a great place and a great organization to, to be with. And um, Shane, I'm, I'm going to guess that now that you're reopening too, you will continue to take new members in if folks want to come in and maybe check it out for the first time. I was surprised. We closed at 6 yesterday. I was up front talking to Jenny, and she said that we had five new members yesterday. Yes. I about, <laughs> about fell over. <laughs> um, you know, we were hoping to maintain and welcome people back. We know that really across the country as wise have reopened, we're seeing about 20 to 25% of the typical daily traffic patterns. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were about at that yesterday. But when folks came in and joined, I was just, yeah, I was blown away. It's incredible. So Excellent. we are able to welcome people back. We're doing it safely. And we are going to have the capacity as fast and as quickly and as we're allowed, we're going to open everything that we can to, okay. to get back as close to normal as possible. Now, I do hope that folks realize that we are at a limited capacity and we've done a lot of planning so that we can have certain times and spaces available to as many types of groups as possible. Okay. Um, but it's just not the same as it was. We've had to make adjustments. So um, I hope folks that do keep that in mind as, as they do come back. And we're trying to communicate that as effectively as possible. We're going to have reservations available. So if you're wanting to come to a group fitness class or if you're wanting to shoot baskets in the, in the gymnasium, um, we're going to have times, but, you know, to maintain that spacing and, yep. and that distancing by the requirements, we're, we're going to have to do that. So we're trying to make it as fair 
and open as possible. Sounds good, so Shane. That'll be rolled out very soon. Okay. And for more information, I know you have a very big presence on Facebook, obviously, with the virtual Y ball that we did. Uh, but folks can also hit up your website or give you a call. What are What's the website and phone number to call? BrainerdLakesYMCA.org is the website. Um, just type in Brainerd Family YMCA to Facebook if you're searching there. And our phone number at the YMCA is 218-829-4767. Excellent. Shane, thank you so much for everything you and your entire staff are doing to uh, keep the kids safe here this summer and to get back as best we can and keep us fit and healthy, both mind, body, and soul. And uh, we appreciate you. And we'll talk again next month, okay? Thank you, Tess. So good to hear your voice. And thank you, Brainerd Lakes area. Wonderful. Shane Riffle, the CEO of the Brainerd Family YMCA, my guest today on Community Focus. Remember, too, you can listen to Community Focus anytime online at our website, 1067wjjy.com. That's brought to you by Affinity Plus Federal Credit Union. You can also pull it up through our free downloadable app, and that is powered by Cuyuna Regional Medical Center.